Side TV uh, with my co-host Jeremy Scipio and a uh, special guest OG. You understand yeah. me? I gotta put I gotta put two of them OGs on there. I got the double OG. Y'all mean double all up. world? Mm. Bless <laughs> us, bless us, bless us, folks. Yeah, you know who he is, but you really don't know who he is. Like yeah. uh, my first time meeting y'all mean uh, we were in London. And, and you know what? Yamin got my mind right, because I was thinking it was a whole different time. What, what I was thinking is there was a time, uh, the watering hole is this little spot called uh, the Jazz Cafe in London. So like uh, mm -hmm. what, what I thought was me and Brown had flew in. I don't know if it was, it was, for, it was for a festival or for gorillas, but I remember it was like an 80 a 80 pound cab ride from the, which is like $120. Like a easy. 80, yeah, a 80 pound cab ride from uh, the hotel to the jazz cafe, but we could get in free. So I was like, man, mm. I, I'm in London, man. I can't be caged up in, in a hotel room, man. <laughs> they can't hold me back. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> but I was talking to Yamin and what happened is we were staying at the Holiday Inn around the corner down the street and we had flew in a day ahead of time and Quest Love from The Roots was DJing, a, um, he was doing a DJ night or whatever. So, uh, and it's a trip because homegirl that ran the jazz cafe, oh, did we get off on the wrong foot? Oh, uh -oh. we got off and it got, it got bad. And then after it got so, so messed up, she, we finally met in the middle and we were real cool after that. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and matter of fact, shout out to Lisa. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't know. Uh, I would not know 
dang, I can't even remember his name. Dang, I can't remember his name, but he's the, uh, he plays percussion for Steve Winwood and he plays uh, Carl, Carl, Carl Vander, Carl Vander, Carl Van, we would call him Carl V, but he plays uh, percussion for Steve oh. Winwood and uh, he plays percussion for the uh, for the gorillas. You know what I'm saying? He's a, we oh, he, he, he drank all night that night, man. But the trip was we get to the jazz cafe and uh, I see Quest is on the wheels and you know, everybody got they, they man with him. And so I saw Yamin kind of doing this thing. And then it's like, man, when you overseas and you got somebody that uh, speaks with, with, it don't even, it don't matter what, what accent is on it, but if it's just a American English accent. <laughs> hey, and you know they hip hop too? And you know they hip hop and you hip hop? Oh man. Oh yeah, we, we, we family, you know what I'm saying? So I, I met Yamin and he been keeping it 120 ever since. Matter of fact, last hey. time we hung out, uh, Questlove was DJing a tribute to, mm. it was someone who had just passed. I can't remember. Was it Prince? Was it, Prince? it might've been Prince. It might've been Prince. It was someone who had just passed and he was at kind of this little uh, upper crust kind of little spot. Uh, it was kind of downtown-ish, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I want to say it was a Prince thing. I want to say it was Prince. Yeah, it could have been a Prince, but whoever it was, it just passed. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and it was a trip because uh, I was blown back because, you know, Quest is in the roots and he's this, you know, he's this Quest love, like a bigger than the name type of guy or whatever, but to really see somebody do their thing and he really was DJing. Like it wasn't just cause he plays the drums and he's quest from the roots, but he was like breaking it down to some cuts you hadn't even heard. And I was That's just like, yeah. And I was just like kind of all blew back. So um, on to the interview, man. Uh, when did you hear hip hop for the first time? Oh man, the first time I heard hip hop was in my kitchen, 1979. My brother and I just got finished eating dinner and we always turn the radio on when we start doing dishes. And Rapper's Delight came on. And we both looked at each other like, yo, what is this? What is this? And then why will I be doing this for the rest of my life? From here on out, so yeah, that was the that was the first time I heard it. in West Philadelphia. I heard that in the crib, and it was on and popping hey, ever since. Word. And how did you feel the first time when you heard "Suck MC" by Run DMC? Oh man, that was that was also a crazy time in my life too. Uh, it, uh, yo, running them. Let me tell you something. Every time a different artist came out back then, it was a different artist. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like now. Like, back then, every time you heard a new artist, you heard something new and different. That's just what it was. And when I heard running them, it was like, what's this back and forth these cats is doing? But I'm going to interject, interject real quick, though. The reason it was different, because I think there was a lot more pride of ownership of style and whatnot. And I think people were more likely to see, it wasn't social media days. And so somebody would see you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like if you, 
<laughs> yeah, no it yeah, they didn't let too much of that slide. It was so new that it was kind of okay. like, nah. like, yo, you can't, you biting. The word biting was official back then. <laughs> I mean, like, you wasn't, you was not doing somebody else's style or say another word or like, nah, it was none of that going on. And and then again, like you said, it was no social media. So from your area, you talk different, you walk different, no matter where you were from. Even Brooklyn was different from Manhattan and you know what I mean? And Queens. So you got different styles within different artists back then. I'm a, I'm a jump around real quick. I'm gonna I'm say something. And uh, like my first time really, Okay, Imani and Brown and them, they knew the roots, but mm -hmm. my first time really kind of dealing with them, which you just told me today, I didn't even, you know, I can vaguely kind of remember it because I kind of flew in and flew out. I had a road manager out on that one, but on the cool, right. on the cool tour with the roots, mm -hmm. uh, you were around back then, but I flew in and I flew out, right. but uh, that was my first time really being around the roots, and I, I learned two things. One, mm -hmm. They were amazing. They were all talented musicians in their own right. And it wasn't right. just about this thing that they did. Because let me tell you, before I saw The Roots in person, and we did like on, on tour, and we did like several shows with them. And uh, and we came and we and the, the Roots had us on a show with uh, Sound Tribe Sector, Sound Tribe Sector 9, I think, which was like a, 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 a hippie jam band group that, they were like blowing up at the time, super duper. Right. And they wanted the Roots to be on and the Roots got to pick who they could have on. And they, they mm -hmm. hollered at the agency group, which we had at the time. And, uh, and, so, and so we were on that show. But before all that, I couldn't really grasp, like I didn't know who the Roots were. Like I heard right. the music. You heard songs, but, well, I get it. Mm -hmm. but, but the, and then the <laughs> thing is like, I knew that Black Thought would like say other MCs verses and stuff like that. But this is mm -hmm. how the whole thing flipped. So I'm like, okay, the Roots are a hip hop band. When the Roots came out, a million hip hop bands came out, dude. It was it was amazing how so many people followed them when they came out and they That's... had MCs and whatnot. But the trip is, I'll say maybe about after the Cool Tour, the Roots had an album come out and they had black thought and i don't know if he was freestyling or whatever but he gave up a little homage to uh big daddy kane and he had right. said that like big daddy kane was one of his favorite rappers and it all made sense to me dude when he said that everything that i didn't understand all yep. of it made sense and i was like dude this guy black thought is so talented that he can say other people's verses but that doesn't take away from who he is as an mc that don't that that's him being so dope that he'll do somebody else's uh, verse and he'll give them props. You know what I'm saying? Doing and, homage. And he did it in their voice. Man. Man. <laughs> like, the first time you heard that, for, for me, especially because I was in the studio around that time. So the first time I heard that, I literally thought it was Cool G and Kane on the record. Oh, wow. But then I was like, yo, <laughs> Yo, Reek is Reek is he's bananas, bro. He's bananas. Mm. Nah, he. I, yeah, you know I, what? Oh, sorry, Jeremy. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I always thought Black Thought was one of the uh, greatest rappers of all time. Really, just uh, skill wise, I think uh, underrated. Um, I got put onto him back with um, 
I think in 2000, whenever uh, Talib Kweli's like first studio album came out, he was on Gorilla Monsoon mm-hmm. Rap. And uh, yeah, that shit went hard. And after that, that's when I found out more and more about him. But yeah, I would say like, just uh, he he would be, if it was like like um, like basketball, I don't know, like, I don't know, just well-rounded. Like, like I feel like mm-hmm. he's good at all aspects when it comes to just rap. He's like Scotty Pippen. Like Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was, yeah, I was. Um, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Jeremy. I, I get caught up, man. No, no. I'm on, shout out to E40 and this <laughs> Tropiscato, man. Yes. Oh, Some people okay. be on the manga. <laughs> Some people be on the manga, Scotto. E40 got this Tropiscato right now, man, and I'm, I'm all right with it. It's crazy. It's, oh yeah, man. that's not like a made-up word, but that's what E40 is known for. That's what E40 do. That's what he do. Uh, ain't all words made. Look, aren't all words made up? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey. Yeah. Something. To, actually, I was actually about to ask you, what is your, what is the name y'all mean? Always mean all all world mean. Sorry. Well, the the um. Long story short, I can I can give you a quick story. Let me do this. Okay, so the first tour I ever went on was 1989. I met uh, I met DJ Cash Money and Marvelous Marv, if you go back that far. DJ Cash Money, one of the world's greatest DJs ever. So I, this the first day I met DJ Cash Money, within two hours, he was like, yo, what you doing next week? I was like, I don't know. I just graduated high school or whatever. He was like, you want to go on tour? I was like, what? So hey. mind you, <laughs> it, was slick, it, was, it was Slick Rick headlining the tour. EU... This is 89. Slick Rick, EU, Three Times Dope, and then um, EPMD and MC Light. This was DJ Cash Money Marvelous. So this was the tour I'm I'm, I'm out on. My first, like, experience, like... Ugly people be quiet around this moment. You know what I mean? So long story short, we get to South Carolina, we doing the joint. And um, at the time, I was a DJ, which... The day I met Cash, he don't know, he didn't know then, but I stopped DJing the moment I saw him in his room cutting. I was like, all right, this I gotta find a new, yeah, I gotta find a whole new thing to do. So, you know what I mean? So um we we uh we were at a show in South Carolina in Charleston, and I met a shorty backstage. So, you know, this is back before everybody had their own room. This when uh hip hop was on a real budget, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I'm like, look, let me dip from the show and take Shorty back to the room real quick. And you know what I mean? So we get to the- <laughs> my name was Rock Roller. I was in between names. I was trying to find a name at the time. So I uh we being Shorty in the room about to get involved. Here come cashing them through the door with the key. And I I'm about I'm raising up off Shorty like, damn, you know what I mean? And then, yo, everybody, everybody started laughing. You know what I mean? And then from that moment, Yamin is just spawned out. So I was like, yo, I, I called my, started calling myself Yamin. And in actually Hebrew, it means to go right. Hey, man. Well, okay. I'll right. say this, man. Yamin, all, all world, man. That was right. That was the that was the bullseye, man. Cause I done seen you in a couple different countries, you know what I'm saying? In the coolest thing. And this is the thing about Yamin, you ain't never been funny with me, man. I'm oh, you ain't never. It's people that live in my city. 
that don't hey. give me the love that you give me. I mean, Yamin roll it out. When he roll it out, he roll it out. It ain't like on some, I just put you on a list or I'm just, you know, giving you a little look or a little <laughs> whatever. Shoot. He treats you me my, my fam city. come through. I want to see you and hug you, bro. If you oh, my fam, man. I got you. Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So tell me this. Uh in junior high school, mm-hmm. since you since you knew hip hop back in 79, in junior high school, who did you think was the hardest rapper? In junior high school? Yeah. And when you say hardest, you mean like like yo, that's hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dope, like dope, like dope. You know what I'm saying? Oh, dope. I thought you meant hard, like gangster. No, hard, no, but... no, 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 dope. Like hormones is raging. You older than, than than little grade school. You got you trying to impress girls. You you finally figuring out that you can really impress a girl. Like at that moment in time. Oh, but real quick though, uh-huh. I want you to answer that. But after that, I totally forgot that Will Smith was from Philly. And that you probably have an interaction with, uh, yeah, Will Smith. But Philadelphia, but, but, born and raised, and the playground is where I smoke all of my haze. Yeah, honestly, when you said West West Philadelphia, like born and raised, popped in my head. But I was like, I'm gonna let him finish. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Look, this is where we are right now. We out here. We under. We out in these streets. We in the hood, dog. Hey, hey. Good luck finding a parking spot, though. <laughs> oh, it's parking <laughs> out here, baby. It's parking yeah. and sparking. <laughs> they they double park in Philly, man. That's wild. Oh, yeah. I remember first. Oh yeah, man. First time I went over look, there. I look, you like, talking about what? it right now? Look, they double park right there. That look crazy, man. They think L.A. got a problem, man. They park on the, inter- the intersections, everything. Yeah, they go down. <laughs> they go down. Yeah, the mob yeah, started. Okay. The mob started that shit though. Nah, that's gangster. Oh, but oh. so yeah. Um, for junior high school for me, LL Cool J. Yeah. It was LL, bro. LL was that bull. Yeah. Like he changed the game. LL came out and changed the game. You hear me? He was doing movies. He was a young bull. He was he was on some ish. Dude, you know, I was out when when LL came out, I was probably square as a pack of cigarettes. But I do remember <laughs> for whatever reason. I felt the inclination, rest in peace, my cousin Sean. As a matter of fact, my, the trip is, my cousin Sean lived right behind Forrest Whitaker and his brother in oh, Carson, wow. like before Forrest oh. had blew up. Like this was back when Forrest was, you know what I'm saying? I remember when any, it, yeah, I could go on and on for that. But anyway, but my cousin Sean, I remember asking him, I was like, dude, what does Earl do? He said, he rolls the weed. <laughs> You know, no. <laughs> roll the weed, and I go to the store and get roll gold. Come on, man. <laughs> That's yeah. But uh, yo, so I know the, the ball was rolling. You know what I'm saying? From the jump, the jump from that jump. Nah, nah, nah. The ball, you he know what I'm saying? He was only drawing. He was only drawing because the drawing <laughs> wasn't. I told him. I told him. You told, told oh, man. yo, yo, you drove. Now, my uh, my my cousin from Philly, man. I can never get y'all slang down. <laughs> yo, yo I, I promise. Like, okay, I say, everybody got okay. Obviously, West Coast rich in culture. New York got their own slang, but it's widely right. known. I feel like Philly's got to be the most unique 
because it's 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 neighbors with New York, but it's like you 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 crossing totally borders different. and you you gotta tune your ear to what's going on or you're gonna be you're gonna be out. Period. Facts. Facts. <laughs> yeah. Facts. Well, and then the other thing people don't realize that yes, Philly is a city, but we're right where the South begins. Mm. We're the top, we're the top of the South and the wow. bottom of the North. We're the top of the South wow. and the bottom of the people don't talk about that. I'm never sorry, heard but I got dark because don't nobody recognize that. If you look at us on the map, we right there. We the 33rd uh -huh. and 3rd parallel. Like, the boy and them did the whole joint on us and shit. But was it William? <laughs> oh, the Mason-Dixon line. The Mason-Dixon yeah, line yeah. running like this. You know what I mean? So, yeah. it's, it's, it's a That's thing. real. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a thing. And a lot of our people yeah. move. Look, a lot of people from North, from New York, <laughs> they their family is Southern. Just like ours were, you know what I'm saying? Like it all started yeah. in the South and we migrated. You know what I mean? When you talk about uh -huh. those times, 60s, 70s, 50s, 40s, like that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It was a team. So so with like I feel I know I know it's like so many like artists and stuff from Philly, you know what I mean? Saying like everybody I know from Philly is like talented. Actually, uh there's yeah. like the school uh I think you arts you arts is in Philly. Uh, University. So where did you see yourself? Fit? I went to a performing arts school myself. But I was saying, where did you see yourself fitting in uh, early on? Um, for me, well, high school wise, I went to a technical school. Uh, my brother and I moved to DC for one year when we graduated elementary school, and then when we got back to Philly. For that, uh, for our tenth, eleventh, and twelfth year, like I found out, I was going all the way to South Philly to go to school. I'm like, whoa! But I was like, all right, that's what we got to do. You know what text mean? We got to cross. We got to cross the these borders. You know what I mean? So that's what we did, mm -hmm. and it was dope for me. Like, um, it, you know, watching Fame growing up, I always wanted to do like a, a, you know, one of those high schools where it was performances and all of that. But actually, the fact that I went to a school in a different section and and it was a technical school, like it was people from all over going there. So I got to meet people from every section. So I always knew people from every section, even the elementary school. I went to elementary school like a mile away from my house. So it was in the different section, but mm -hmm. I knew people from all over. So growing up, I always knew people from different areas. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Dope. So tell me this. The night I met you, mm -hmm. you was the dude on the mic. Quest was the dude on the turntables. The party narrator. But but this the thing, though. They don't even know you as a master of ceremonies, though, amongst the whole other part. And it ain't me jocking. Trust me, I'm not no, jocking. No. If I wouldn't no. have seen it with my own eyes, you know what I'm saying? Master of ceremonies. How did hey. you become... I don't know how you are as a rapper, but I know you can rock a party. I know that for I'm gonna sure. Show. Actually, actually, look, I just sent some, I just sent some songs to Jill Scott of mine, and she was like, "I mean, you waited fifty years to put an album out." I was like, "Yo, that I felt like this is my time. I'm not holding it on anymore." You know what I mean? Oh, so, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'll send you some of my new music, but before it even drop, I don't care. I'm sending it to you yeah. so you can get it. What's going down? But um, again, I started when I started 
when I was DJing as a youngin, you know, I was DJing from 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, and I was doing house parties and things like that. And I always had old heads that DJ too. So when I was doing that, it I was on the mic too. You know what I'm saying? So it just prepared me to do what I do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it was different than than it is like, like now. A lot of MCs don't get on the mic, and I was never an over talker. Everybody, I wasn't a screamer. I wasn't going to yell at you. Put your hands in there and do this. Like uh-huh. that's the DJ supposed to do that with his records. If his record, I, I, who am I to dictate to you what to do? The record should make you move the way you're supposed to move, not not the person on the mic. You know what I mean? Then they uh-huh. fake moving. Cause I tell you to get your ass up, you go, oh, I'll know I'm up now. Like that ain't not the music you play is supposed to make them get up. So what I know is this: I've seen Yamin in several different time zones, Heineken mm-hmm. in one hand, Mike in the other hand, but not on twist and rocking a party. And I was <laughs> like, damn, this is it, it was, going. <laughs> it wasn't Heineken; it was the other green stuff. Oh, okay, okay. All right, or, or, or <laughs> Patron. It's, it's, it's going to be Patroni or Magic Wanda. Those are my two sureties. And and only I only drink Patron when I'm working. Like I don't drink alcohol if I'm not if I'm not working, which is a weird thing. Tell me this: When you went to high school, did you have any uh, popular athletes or any popular uh, rappers that we might know right now? Um, in in my school, yeah. Not in my school, per se. Uh, well, you know what? My boy, Sean G. I'm sorry, my boy, Air Smooth, Sean, rest in peace. He um, he did a beatbox. Michael Jordan f- sneaker first came out. He had mm-hmm. a commercial, and it was a boy beatboxing in the commercial. You didn't see the boy. You just heard the beatbox. And my homie, Air Smooth, was the one beatboxing on that joint. Okay. So that he he was famous for us, you know what I mean. And then rest in, um, rest in peace on. He, he, yes, rest in peace. And he was also he ended up becoming <laughs> homies of Black Thought. So we always had this camaraderie and friendship from back then to you know until he passed away. And because again later on we he he started rolling with Black Thought because he was putting his own music out at the time. But also Will, I knew Will in high school. You know what I'm saying? He didn't go to my school, oh, but really? we used to play on the same. We used to play basketball together. You know what I mean? Oh, you was one of those that beat him up, huh? No, never. Will, look, Will was not a sucker. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I tell people this all the time. Like, I tell people, don't let that music confuse you. Like, Will from around the way. You know what I mean? <laughs> he is from around the way. And his sister and I, I Ellen, that's my Yeah, that was Charlie oh, Mack. That, that was his security. That was Charlie Mack. Oh, really? Security. Yeah, that was Charlie and okay. that. They shot that down on 18th and Fairmount. Yeah, so Charlie Mack was uh, his security at the time, but he, they did that for the footage uh, for the beginning of the show. Yep. Uh-huh. Man, now nah, that's amazing, man. I, I'll say this, man. Will Smith, DJ Cash Money, all that. I DJ for a short period of time, and I and I'll say this: I was mediocre at best, but mm-hmm. because I, I will I will give props where props is due, because the far side was popping right at mm-hmm. that time. 
dude, I hella over like leapfrogged over fools and like in order to kind of like appease the far side. I was DJing in clubs, man. Right. Like, like literally DJing right. in clubs. Like, man, it was like they were so hot. It was <laughs> they were so hot. I don't care how that, you get there. Just get there. <laughs> you can. Amen. Amen. I witnessed it, man. You around something that's hot and bubbling and it's like, man, it's like an open door to anything around that in, in order to kind of like appease the thing. But uh, but here's the thing to that, Greg. Hmm. You didn't invite yourself into their circle. You were brought in because you were you were asset, not a liability. And this is what people got to realize. Like, you don't just jump in circles. Yo, I'm going to start hanging with these dudes and just roll up. Nah, in order to be in them circles, they got to invite you in and embrace what you bring into the table. Nah, that's that's that. Nah, that's that's it. Nah, that's true. That's true. That's true. So so tell me this. You. You know, producers, you know, MCs. If you had to define yourself. What is Yamin All World? I'm a man. I'm a man. No, I'm joking. Huh? <laughs> 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 um. Yeah, I like that. You know what? I'm an entertainer, bro. I'm an entertainer. Like throughout my, at the age of seven. I knew I was going to be doing entertainment. I just knew it. I didn't know if it was going to be uh, music or television or movies or whatever. I just knew I was. I need to be in this business of it. And um, I knew whatever I did was going to bring me into the other part of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I knew that my whole life I was going to be doing this. And I strived for it. You know what I mean? My other homies always tell me, like, man, you really stuck in that joint. I was like, yo. This, I I couldn't see myself working any other way. I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you where I feel kind of whack. I propped you up on your masters of ceremony and emceeing. Man, we gotta do something. Gotta happen. Like via COVID, whatever. They don't even know, man. And it ain't me jockey, dude. I'm not jocking you, but you are no, an MC. No, no, no. You no, are an MC. No. Like, and when I say MC. I mean, master of ceremony, somebody that can hold the mic when the DJ yeah. is DJing and can keep the, the dance floor totally orchestrated properly in the whole little nine. With, without over-talking the music. Exactly. Oh, it's exactly. a groove. It's a thing. And not even looking at my... I never look at my DJ to see what he's about to spin. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? We don't practice these sets. I just hear... Again, I used to DJ and I know, I know records. I love music. So I hear that, oh, he about to play this. Okay, and I'll set it up with my ladies and gentlemen, and then it's on. I know how he gonna roll it. Mind <laughs> you, I did, I listen, mind you, I did that for DJ Cash Money. I did that for Quest Love. And I did that for DJ Jazzy Jeff. Okay. You hear me? I didn't know the Jazzy two, Jeff part. That's Yo, a hell of a two, resume. But because two, two of the ones I grew up listening to trying to emulate was Cash and Jeff. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Going to, in Philly, you got to realize in Philly back in the 80s, like 88, 87, 86, like they were just neighborhood 
after prom party, you know, DJs. It wasn't even about the clubs. In Philly, it was the after proms. Yo, after prom parties? Fuck your prom. Like, where is the after prom party was going to be in this big hall and these DJs was going to spend to 5.30 in the morning. Oh, wow. And it'd be like four or five of them in the, yo. And Jeff and Cash were the best. And they became the best in the world. So we knew them from house parties. Uh-oh. Like, you know what I mean? My bad. My lights went out <laughs> in Philadelphia. So we knew, dark, we, we knew them. We knew them. Oh, oh man! man. <laughs> yeah, I... Hold on, yeah. I mean, we can't hear oh. you. We can't hear you. <laughs> we can't hear you. We can't. Nah, he he realized. I think he realized. No, no, maybe no. <laughs> nah, that's just some splendid radio on Fireside TV. You know what I'm saying? You could check out Cali Mac. <laughs> <laughs> you check out Cali Masco, you know what I'm saying? If you need your facial protections and whatnot, you know huh, what I'm saying? We'll go to commercial. <laughs> you can go to Jeremy yeah, Comedy go. if you want to see something funny. You know what I'm saying? He has little <laughs> ins and outs. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, Inspire 91, since we want yeah. <laughs> <on> the <sponsor. laughs> The CBD, <laughs> you get the your life right. Yo, he's he doing a whole uh, 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 March on Philly speech right now, and nobody even know. Yeah, yeah. about to go to Max's cheese steak. <laughs> oh, that's the one thing I gotta tell him. You back, y'all? Mean he in the crib now? Oh, yeah, he <laughs> but, but you know what, though? I'm gonna tell you this. Uh-huh. I hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, okay, cool. Hey, there he is. Yeah, we was talking Max's about the real door. quick. Yeah, we again. What'd you say, Jeremy? I'm in, I'm in the house now. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you went to Max's real quick? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know I, I live I live across the street from Jim Stakes. The original. Man. Jim, I don't know about Jim. On 62nd and Gerard, they've been they were there since 1939. They closed down two years ago. That's another yeah. story, but yeah. That that's yeah. the legendary cheesesteak spot for sure. Mm. Everything is dope about the cheese steak except for the cheese whiz, man. I could get I mean, it. They got provolone. Everything is no, dope you, except the cheese oh, whiz and the provolone. You can't say that to you can't say that to a Philly dude. What's wrong with you, man? You no, no, no. People got people like what they like. That you eat. I hate <laughs> American cheese. I am never putting American cheese. Oh no, nah, oh dude. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You could not pay me fifteen hundred dollars to eat something with a slice of American cheese without gagging. I got like a personal thing. It's just a kid thing. It's just, uh, just as a kid, it's my nemesis. Worst worst cheese ever. Yeah. Worst cheese. (laughs) Cheese product. You know? I I I mess with Provolone. I mess with Provolone. So, I'm out of the meat game. Oh, you okay, okay. Yeah, I've been playing bass now. Six years? Six years? You yeah. you seemed enlightened because you didn't seem offended when he when he came at your whole cheesesteak game. I mean that was pretty. So you, I figured there was some enlightenment behind that. <laughs> you know that what? Light. You hey. know what? Though? Speaking about I ain't that grown up. 
I think Yamin wiped his uh I think he wiped his IG recently because I want to say that I saw some cooking something or another a couple weeks ago. You know, oh, it's on there. It's on there. Yes. Well, I went I went to your I went to your IG and I saw no post today. No, it's it's under there. You gotta go to um it's under my uh stories type thing. Not stories, but uh my movies like my TV. Okay, 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 yeah. Cause I saw you in the kitchen stirring something up. You know what I'm saying? And it's time lapse. It's a time lapse, John. So, so tell me this, man. How did you meet? How did you meet Quest? We'll start with that. How did you meet Quest Love? Um, Philly's small, first of all. So bars. Um, and uh, <laughs> you know, it, it was a thing. I was seeing with Cash at the time, and then also my homegirl Stacy and I. We were we were doing these parties uh, called Candyland, where we had video without board games. We had board games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, Amir used to come. A quest used to come to them, and he was like, "Yo, this was 99, 2000, 2000. Mm-hmm. But I've known them for like three, four. I, you know, being in Philly, hip hop. Any fraud yeah. up on them. You it's better. It's better than last week. Better than last week. It's life, man. You know what I'm saying. But uh, once again, <laughs> shout out to the sponsor. They they not a paid sponsor, <laughs> but uh, E40 uh, Tropiscato. You understand me? I say it's a oh. it's a good pick at your beverage. Uh, your bevmo. You know. <laughs> Yo, check out Knowledge Tribe. This is my homie. He comes to support my shows. <laughs> Yo, he gone. Yo, okay. my, my phone be wilding up. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. So that Philly Wi-Fi, man. That's the Philly that <laughs> Fi-Fi. It's called Fi-Fi here. <laughs> where you, where, what part of Philly you in? West where? Philadelphia, born West, and raised. Oh, West. oh, you ain't leave. Yes. You went right back. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm... I, I, I grew up in this house that I live in. I took over the house. I've been in my house for 48 years, bro. Wow. Wow. Well, I moved when I was two. Wow. You know what I mean? Nah, you don't even say that. Yeah. <laughs> but but the funny part, hey, hey, Jeremy, the funny part about it, I was chopping it up with Yamin earlier today. He's like, yeah, man, you know, hip hop, yeah, man, I'm older. We like same age, man. We both look good. You understand me? World can't stand us. That's what the world ain't seen. You understand me? That's what I'm saying. Me and Yamin clicking up. You know what? Greg, listen, Greg, I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah. It's happening. Look, what's today's date? The 8th, 9th? Yep, 8th, yep. By the the 17th, we're going to have something already that we're going to do. Watch. Hey, man, I'm on it, man. I I believe it. And I'm gonna tell you the first lick that, that Yamin threw me, but it really didn't go down. But but even for him to mention me in conversation, you guys were dealing with the speed racer situation, and he was like, you uh, was like, racer. yo man, I might need some voices for the speed racer. He was dealing with the something with, with the speed racer cartoon movie thing that was going on. He threw it out. Yeah, there. They were remake. They were remaking the cartoon. Yeah, but I but I say wow. this, man. Yamin is a Hey man, the way you see him right now, 
He's that dude. He don't switch it up. He don't change it up. He don't he don't do nothing different than what you see right now. Just a real cool brother. So tell me this. How, how did you? Oh, shit. He's going to the uh, drag out some speed racer ins and outs. Yeah, right. there. Hey, that's tight. Hey, nah. It, yeah. Hey, man, it was meant to happen. Like you said, on, before the 16th, we're going to have something popping. We going to for sure. So tell me this. How did you end up emceeing for uh, Questlove? Well, like I said, we started doing the parties for him. And because we were doing, we were promoting them, emceeing was already what I did. You know, that just happened while he was DJing, I was emceeing. And then that just became a thing. Uh, you want to go on the road with me too? I was actually emceeing for Quest, Jeff, and uh, Cash at the same time. Nobody, first of all, nobody's ever de- nobody's ever emceed for Cash and Jeff at the man, same time. Man, we need to see this. We, man, somebody need to get in touch with Jeff, man. We need to see, we need to, while we doing all these quarantinings and all this stuff we doing, we need to see y'all mean all world, Jazzy Jeff, Cash way. money, man. I'm actually going to make my way up there. Cash, I just talked to Cash yesterday. He want me to come up and do something with him. So I'm going to make sure I get to Jeff too. And, and people don't know this, how I started doing it with Jeff was me and my partner brought, brought Flowetry to the situation. You know, Flowetry. Yeah. So, yeah, so if you could, can't discover people. My partner and I brought Flowetry to Philly and Bong Bong, they signed with Jeff and the rest is history. And while I was down there, Jeff was like, yo, you want to go on the road with me? I was like, yeah. So that's <laughs> Yo, can you can you enlighten us on Supreme X? Supreme X. What is that? What's oh man. It? Uh well I looked I looked up uh it said it, <laughs> it was a group with uh with Hyro. Well Hyro out on the West Coast? Hyro yeah. on the West Coast? Like you, the Hyro. Yeah. There must be another Yamin. That's a yada that I mean. No, nah, that, that that yeah, I think so. It's it's a it's another Yami and there's a Yamin, I think he spells his name Y-A-M-I-N, and there's a white kid. But oh, okay. I've been Yamin. I've been Yamin since the 80s, so that part. No, he he, he actually <laughs> spelled it like yours. Does he? <laughs> yeah. Oh. You must copyright claim or something. Y'all gotta, hey, y'all gotta I, do I, I changed I, my, my my gov is Jeff. Jazzy Jeff made me change. Like I had to go get a whole new name because of him. <laughs> we can't have two Jeffs on them. Nah, we couldn't do that. We couldn't do that, yeah. That's that's not how it works. So, so tell me this, y'all. I mean, out of all the MCs and artists that you've seen come up out of Philly, who would you say is the artist that nobody ever heard about that deserved the most accolades hmm. that you that you've encountered? That deserves the most accolades that no one has ever heard of. Yeah, they didn't blow. They did it's not. It's an artist. It's a, keep it one hundred with you. Yeah, it's an artist I work with. This guy, huh? I write and produce with him. His name is V. He's a okay. singer, songwriter, producer. Also, he's the reason Neo Soul is what Neo Soul is. Okay, he was huh. the first. He was the first artist. Jazzy Jeff son. Dude. Back in 94, 95. So 
when Jazzy Jeff had his studio and situation there, Dre Harris, Andre Harris, Vidal Davis, Keith, uh, D, all the producers from Down to Touch of Jazz, and James Poyser, like all of them James were Poyser. working on Ooh. his music. They were working. First of all, James Poyser and V went to Drexel University together. And wow. So before they even signed to Jeff, V and James knew each other. And they were performing in school together, doing things in school. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Philly is small. Dude, like That's so, the part. See, that's the story. We're going to have to bring back a part two. We really, like, it ain't even enough for us <laughs> to get in an hour. It got to be a part two. Because this thing, it's so much rich culture in Philly that, dude, you just talking about this and bringing up Jeff, I'm thinking of Jeff as a DJ. I know he DJ for Will Smith. But mm -hmm. then... As you're saying these things, I'm like, dude, Jeff was that whole neo soul thing, that whole all that stuff coming along. We wasn't even thinking of him as Jazzy hey, Jeff, but he was. Let me shock you again. Uh -huh. The first party Jazzy Jeff and Will Smith did was at this chick crib in Winfield out here in Philly. Guess who was there staring at Will Sneaks like, yo, this bull got on snakeskin top 10 Adidas. I had on his foot, high top, white. I remember that. He was standing on her bar MCing. Jeff's MC couldn't make it, and Will's DJ couldn't make it. Damn. So they both rocked the party that night, and the rest is history. Is that how they met? But That's, who was it? They kind of knew oh, wow. each other, but they were supposed to battle each other that night. Who was it, wow. though? Who, whose house? It was, I want to say her name was Tanya. Okay. I want to say her name was Tanya. It oh, was okay. in Winfield. But Man. that's where Will was from. Man, but you, you're part of history, I, dog. <laughs> I grew up in this Look, and people think, look, my ties to Patti LaBelle and, and Dr. J. Like, it, dude, it goes on. Like, Philly, you're talking to the guy. And I'm Amen. not saying that to say it, but... Mm -hmm. Amen. I'm not yeah. saying my stamp is, is, uh, is confirmed like a Don King perm, but I'll say this. <laughs> Now, me is 100 on it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Whatever the situation, whatever the time zone, it's all good. It's no funny styleness. If I text him, he'll hit me back in 30 seconds. Fools be taking an hour, two hours, 20 minutes, all that. That's if I don't call you. Because I ain't even a textual. <laughs> I'm not even textually active. I'd be like this. Textually active. Yeah, I'd be like, yo, what? what? Man, you better let me hear your voice. What's good? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, man, some of them yeah. youngins you take notes, man. You know what I'm saying? The proper etiquette, how game respect game. You know what I'm saying? And we keep it right. Let's do it. Can you tell me about this Into the Light track? Oh, yeah. Into the Light is a song I did with V. V is the artist I was telling you guys about that was signed to right. Jeff back in the day. Um, um. This is a song we we I want to say we wrote this about two three years ago, but it's um this this you know when we get together music just comes out, bro. Like so, this is a song we did a while ago, and it's really about you know stepping into the light. Like those who are in the dark, you can't glow unless you step into the light. You know what I mean? So did you did you have anything to do with this release? Because it's super uh, recent. Yeah, I, I executive produced the album and I co-wrote every song and co-produced every song on that album. 
So why 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 release it during quarantine, or was it plans to release it beforehand, or what? Because this is like well, the plan was to be released this year anyway, but you know the scamdemic hit and. Can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop, bro. You know what I mean? Oh, I, you know, that's why, yo, we it's the, my temple was here. You know what I mean? My world, our worlds are they start here. And mm-hmm. once you start trying to govern my world, like I don't need no president, I don't need no governor. Like boom. right. right. He, love, love is your governor. What you doing on the love side at the end mm-hmm. of the day? So that, tell me this. Mm-hmm. What is your most memorable moment in hip hop? The pinnacle. The the pinnacle, the one you step into, and it's just okay. So mine, I've said mine before. Mm-hmm. We did a year ago, we did a show uh in the in in the in in Northern California. Mm-hmm. It was Wu Tang clan. Eric B and Rakim, mm-hmm. De La Soul, and us. That's crazy. I couldn't even take a picture. I took a picture of Brown and Paz. You know you what I'm saying? You were soaking it in. You were soaking. Oh, dude, it was too much, dude. It, it, you know what? It felt like it would be almost like uh, sacrilegious or something like like it, it wasn't meant like that that moment in time that space for you that was for you bro yeah yeah i took a picture of, of imani and brown and mace and i took a picture of Paz and brown but it was just the night was just so powerful with all the wu-tang there all the wu-tang rock uh-huh. eric b how many wow. pictures did you take in concerts growing up yeah you soaked it up, bro. You might have, you were lucky to have a camera with you, which brothers ain't really do that. Like, you know, we went there to have fun and enjoy ourselves. Like, yeah. we wasn't really carrying cameras around like that. So, man, today is like, I got to show everybody where I'm at. Nah, that ain't yep, about yep. soaking it up. You know what I mean? It's soaking it out. And that ain't, that ain't what it's <laughs> about. You know what I mean? So, what's the, Go ahead. Go ahead, Jeremy. I would say, what's the dopest bar you spit that you like from your personal came from your gut? And you was like, blah, and it was just fire the moment it left. From my man, it's the song I got called Emancipation. And mm. I'm gonna send it to you. I'm gonna send it to y'all so you can hear. It. I, I gotta shoot my video. I gotta do it. My whole like the funny thing is like. With my album, I want to be able to do videos for all my songs because it's bigger than one song for me. And I don't want to just put a single out. Then put a single out. I got to put the whole project out so people soak it all up. You know what I mean? That's just how Uh I feel. And I want to shoot it like an unsung type thing. You know what I mean? (laughs) So it's like like what we're doing here and then going back, but keeping it real, but also funny. Like, yo, you know what I mean? I'm not an uh-huh. old school rap. I'm not an old ass rapper. I'm just, you know, I'm an old old head rapping. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, yeah. So tell me this. Who are your top four MCs? Four, huh? Whoa, Black Thought. Hey. Uh, 
Rakim. Mm-hmm. Uh, geez, like give man. it up, Kane and Coogee rap, man. Call it a day. No, nah, I'm just can, I'm, can I put them two yeah, together? You gotta somebody, what you, you ain't got no Philly in there? What Black Thought? Yeah, who else? Come on, man. You know what? You, you know what? I ain't gonna hold you up. I ain't gonna hold you up. No, EST three times dope. EST boy, like go check the record. I gotta go check. check the, I gotta check the record, man. I think okay. I was. You know what it was? His okay. Gumby threw me off, man. His act, he's the Act Nicholas one, and and not only that, not only that, that man came back and wrote four songs for Beyonce's first album. Like who does that? Who has a second career offer? Like he wrote me, myself, and I. He wrote like uh he wrote the joint with uh Sean Paul on it. Like, yo, he wrote her first, like the first three singles, he wrote them with Sim and Scott. Oh, so he had a resurgence other than their hip hop shit. Like he yo, yo, he's a G. And him and I got songs together. And we got like that's my guy, man. Like it's it's real. It's real, bro. So so I'm gonna throw you yes on. on that. Nah, that's my pizza, bro. Wow. Nah, that that's a good one. That that's a good one. So before I go into the next one, I'm gonna tell a quick little story. I, I I'm, my family's from Mississippi, man. We tell stories. That's what we what do. What part? Not Shreveport. Ah, nah, we Brookhaven. You know what I'm okay. saying? We about 45 minutes outside of Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I stayed the whole summer in Shreveport. It was the hottest. Jeez. Oh uh, yeah, ain't, ain't no ain't no hot around Brookhaven, man. We just got red dirt and a uh, good barbecue and uh, That's good to eat. Red dirt's a, a good piggly, to eat. a piggly wiggly for those that it's, eat meat. You know, there's yeah. minerals in that dirt, though. It's minerals in that dirt. I've heard, I've heard they eat the red clay. You know, they eat it some kind of way. You know, and do their thing. But you know, uh, one of our mutual homeboys, shout out to him, Pedro Martinez. You know what Page I'm saying? AKA Peter Israel now. He's Israelite. Okay. I'm, I'm going to tell you how dope the roots are. And this is it's crazy how, like, I've never been directed towards the roots because of videos and songs right. and all that. My relationship with the roots has been because of musicians and people that I've known who've known the roots who, who've turned right. me on to music. And I've heard music and I've been like, oh man, these dudes are ridiculous. So. Right. I remember Pedro was doing some production for the Roots mm-hmm. years ago, and he played me some of the beats that he gave the Roots. And I'm gonna tell you the amazing parts. The beats that Pedro made were almost like click tracks, like they were mm-hmm. all they were they were concepts. Mm-hmm. And then Quest and those guys took the concept and they birthed it into something totally different. And that's when I was like, "Yo, man." The, the Roots thing, it's it's more than just a hip-hop band. It's it was more a than... Dude. Dude. I look, I've, I've seen albums from conceptions, like sitting in the studios because Rich, rest in peace, Rich Nichols, when Rich rest Nichols peace, was live, yeah. and it, it used to be about, all right, those cats was on the road majority of the time, so him and Dice Raw would be at the crib, like, conceptually coming up with things. We come back, throw the pen to that boy RD. You know what I mean? But it started there, man. And I was, man, that, it, was, it was a blessing to be around that, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. So, so going with that, 
your top four producers. Mm. Top four. Jay Dilla. Hey. That's easy. <laughs> uh, Pete Rock hit me. Enough respect, dude. When I reminisce over you, my God. Mm. Um, Jeez. Man. It's, yo. Who? Come on, man. I mean, I, I, I can put Quest in there. I could put Quest in there. But it's a collective with them, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get it. It's a collective with them. Um, I'm going to tell, tell you one of mine. I, I do that. I step all over people, get into No, it's cool. It's I cool because myself. I, I don't just be running it down like that. I, I, I'm Jeremy, not feel like that. Jeremy, Jeremy used to question. it. Yeah. It's always like, a tough question. Yeah, no, nah, Pete. Dude, one of the dopest producers, and I'll say Brown put me up on him. Mm-hmm. Salah Remy, man. To, to do what he oh, did for yeah. Nas. To do what he did for Nas, then to uh, Amy Winehouse, House. then the Freak Jordan Sparks, dude, dude. Yeah, so I remember. You know what? I ain't gonna hold you up. We just interviewed him last week too, and um, oh, wow. I, I should yes, him, Salam Remy, and I've written songs with Salam before on some like wow. on on a humble brag joint. Like, Make the you know connection, I mean? man. Make the connection, man. You need to. Uh, I'm not <laughs> no. gonna throw up the uh, smooch signal, but I'm just gonna say, make the connection, man. Done and done. Anybody I know, you know, brother. Oh man, that's nah. how I play. Yeah. That's, that's how I play. Nah, yeah. man. Uh, why, 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 why so, shouldn't we not build our tribe? Oh man, that's I'm all like our earlier conversation. You know what? Real quick before we get into the next conversation, the next uh, question. Break down this water situation right now, real quick. Just break down the water, real quick. Make sure that the Eddie phase and all them book because they yo what we got right here, they yo they ain't ready for it yet. But let me break bread on most water companies don't even have the scientists. I'm going to say ninety nine point nine 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 percent of most water companies don't have the scientists attached to their water company. Now we huh. do. Our scientists have figured out that it's not about pH or the alkalinity of your water. It's about the ionic property of your water. We have the highest at 6.5. The next closest one is 3.5. So what our water does, it gets into your bloodstreams, clears out all the debris inside your bloodstream, clears your white cells clean, and lets your organs do the work that the, your organs are supposed to do. You know, your organs aren't supposed to do that. That's what your water is supposed to do. This is what our water does. So our water also hydrates on a cellular level. So basically our water is anti-aging. Mm. I actually looked up exactly what you're talking about. You, 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 know, you, you know what you're talking about. You should do commercials. Skin on Fleekington. <laughs> skin on Fleekington. Skin on Fleekington. Hey man, hey, no, see, I, I wanted real, to call man. you I wanted to call you out and be like, man, he don't know what he's talking about, but now nah, it's right, it's all right here. Absolutely nah, right. nah, Jeremy. We need to send them some of those. C- what was that CBD line again that you uh, you know? Oh, uh, ninety-one Inspire. 
Mm. Yeah, man, he got some Fine. CBD. We gonna send you out a package, man. Need that. Absolutely. I need that. Absolutely. I take some flowers too. Like it's legal. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 and and speaking of it, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna drop the name, and I'm not gonna let Yamin drop the name. But mm-hmm. I will say this. What's that? I did roll up to the Mondrian many years ago to holler at Yamin, and he had an actress. Uh, he was hanging out with for a brief moment, at, and I don't know, you know, socially, of course. And mm-hmm. uh, on TV, she looked okay. In mm-hmm. person, she was all right. I had to go back and talk to Brown. I told Brown about it. He couldn't believe it. We we don't even miss her name. That's why I'm just going so far with it. I told Brown about it. He's like, oh man. You know, they got stylists, man. The stylists do the this, that, the other. Woo, woo, woo. Nah, that's my homie. And that was my homie then. It wasn't even nothing that deep. Like, that literally is my yeah. homie. I'm going to just say me. Ah, she, she, uh, she was, she was, she was, she was. Great she was, person. Yeah, nah. Oh, she, I, didn't, I didn't hear who this is afterwards. <laughs> oh, yeah, nah. We... <laughs> you had to play this. You had to the replay. No, I'm joking. It's me. Look, I ain't scared because that's my homie. She, she's that's the homie, Nisi Nash. Like that's my homie. Oh, Biggest yeah. She right oh, from no. up the. She, she from up the hill. I, uh, she was a uh, junior high school right up the street from me. You know oh, word. That's dope. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Like, I recently, go ahead, Jeremy. Go ahead. I was. I recently just worked with her. I just worked with her. She uh, and she 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 just got married. Uh, what was that like three months ago? Dude, yes, me, dude. Let me tell you. So. What I knew about Nisi Nash was just like the the Reno nine one one. So right. I saw her with like the prosthetic shit, like right. all that exactly. So that's what I was like. That's what was in my mind with with, with that. So when right. I go to Yamin and I see the situation and um and I'm looking at her and I'm not really knowing and he introduced me to her and I was like, oh, that is her. Right. Hmm. She looks so different. From on TV, that very if you introduced person. me, very I want to know who she person. was. I was like, "Dang, she she's she's an attractive woman." You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? She she's cool. Uh-huh. And yes. I was like, "Oh man!" But you know, like I say to everybody, the world's the size of a shot glass, man. Don't get it confused, Come on, brother. Come on, brother. That's why you gotta be good to everybody because you don't yeah. know. And it's, know. it's just so much easier being good to everyone. Like, damn, I don't know why people hate. I don't got time for that. So uh, I got to ask you this question. Do you feel like there's a connection uh, for you personally between hip hop and religion? Not me personally. I don't don't rely. I don't do any relying, first of all. So I'm a spiritual person. So like I deal with the ancestors and things of such. But you know what I mean? It might be on some some people's levels, but not on mine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ache, ache. Well, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Amen. Because well, you know, uh, how about this? What about uh, religion? What about uh, hip hop and spirituality? Like just you know, because people drop that in their bars. You know what I'm saying? Especially no, got the, well, you know, the, the, my favorite rappers tend to drop five percent of bars. So, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I look. Let me tell you something. Like for me, and even growing up in Philly, because five percent and Islam was real big here. You know what I mean? Like we, the fruits started here in Philadelphia. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, wow. uh, they they moved from Chicago and they started the fruit of Islam out here. So oh, wow. we were like one of the first. You know what I mean? To have that involved, then it was uh, 
not Farrakhan's son. It was uh, Elijah Muhammad's son that came in and opened up. Yeah. So for for uh, for me, like I always knew about that, and then for me, I always um, like I grew up in church, but after a while, I was just like, "What's this? What is this?" Like you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> After a while, you know what I mean? Hey, man, so you, got the, you got the secular world attacking you from every angle, man. They trying to tell you this thing, but the well, secular world is biting at your ankles, man. What world is actually secular? All of it, mm. man. So I'm just, say, I'm just saying, you know, the only reason why, the only reason why they didn't want this music be, or any music other than gospel being played in the church was because back in the day during the juke joint days, Sundays was the only days that the, our people can get out and have fun and yeah. the, the, be in the juke joints. And that was taken away from the preachers in them pockets. So they went out and start blasting like, yo, like, like come on, man. That had nothing to do with people praise because you could praise the Lord in the, in the gospel, in, a, in the R&B song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was, it had nothing to do with that. It had everything to do with the Preachers weren't making any money. Yeah, actually, I used to play. I used to play keys and um, <clears throat> I played um, jazz piano. But I would like practice at the church, and you know, it's just a different chord. They they didn't want you for some reason. You weren't allowed to play on the bass part of the key, you know, the piano, or whatever. Because I would right. play, and then you know, the, the church members would get mad. They'd be like, oh, you you're not supposed to do that. And then the pastor actually came and got my back. He was like, "Look, you play whatever you want to play in my church." But yeah, the, the church members they they went wild, and I, I I didn't get it. I'm just like, this is my something they didn't about them low notes. Mm -hmm. You said what? Something about them low notes that they. Yeah, they I mean, it says the, it's the, the, the devil the in it. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> the funk, man. The funk, the <laughs> devil. You know what I'm saying? The one. You know. <laughs> the, the devil spelled the devil backwards is. just says lived. Come on now. It's all it's all the stuff. <laughs> It's all a spell. It's, it's why they call it spelling. They putting spells on mm. you with these words, bro. Like, mm. I don't feed in. I ain't hungry. I'm playing bass, so I don't feed into what they serving. You know what I mean? So tell me this, hey. y'all. I mean, on the last one, where do you see the interaction of people going with this whole COVID thing in the next two years? Um, It's going to loosen up. I don't think things are ever going to go back to the way they were, and they shouldn't. For the most part, it might think about this. Once they go back to live, they're still going to be streaming. So that's more revenue and more people seeing your shows. Mm, yeah. How about that? Dude, how about yeah. the apples? They changed the whole game, man. It it really like like honestly, it's whacked that a whole lot of people have died and all that kind of and that part. Like, dude, I and, and then a lot of people have the conspiracy on how it got here. My thing is like, man. We gotta be beyond how it got here. It's here. You know what I'm saying? That 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 that, that yeah. I mean, when when haven't a lot of people die in a war? Yeah. Or things are like when they saying, yo, when is this thing starting to happen? No, it's happening. Yeah, no, no, change is it. coming, the change is happening. And that's why they say, yo, the healthy, only the strong will survive. Like that means being healthy. Huh. Like what you putting in your body and on your body counts for everything. 
in, in your mind for that matter. You know what I mean? Because fear will kill you quicker than anything. You people huh. out here fearing things and, 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 and stressing themselves out like fear. Fear what? Nigga, I grew up in West Philadelphia. Like uh, uh, going right outside and get you. You might not be, you're not promised a minute from me. Uh. You know what I mean? Like we all grew up around the way. So like, what the what is this promise? The they be like, yo, the world's ending. But the world ended for somebody yesterday who passed away just from natural shit yeah. who got shot. Like, uh-huh. like what are y'all talking about? Like we 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 came back, we here to come back and and get it right every time until we get it a thousand percent, then you off. You know what I mean? That's just my my twist. Nah, that's tight. So tell me this, man. We about to wrap it up, y'all you know I mean. But like I said, we got to come back one more again, man. We ain't even did it the way we supposed to do it, but we. On, bro. It's just so much. It's so much. What do you want to shout out? Any Instagram tags? Where can they find you? What what projects you working on? My name is my address on everything. Y'all you know I mean all world. Um, I'm working on my project, which is called Zion I. My son's name is Zion, and I, which is myself. Okay. Um. Uh, V's album is out in the stores. Uh, Imagination is called. Um, please get involved. Stream it. Buy it. Tell people to buy it. Your streams equals our dreams. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, get involved. Even though, like, we got to find a new way to make money or come up with our own stream because they getting all this money and we get not even pennies on the stream. So, you know, the overseers and them got us on lock, but we going to change that. We got Farside TV doing a thing. We got Legacy TV, which is what I think is on. Hey. So like, we need to start doing our own stuff, bro. Like spend yeah. that money seven, eight times before we get out of the hood. Like, you know what I mean? We need to start making cars. Like, you know, we need to start developing things like televisions and and, and, and uh, refrigerators. Like we can't, if we want to furnish our house, we can't buy black. Mm. Where you getting yeah. your clients from that's black? Yeah. You said I'm your just... incense? You said mm. your, your body oils? You know what I'm saying? Body oils. Yeah. Look, and it ain't that yeah. hard. I mean, I can name you five more freakers right now and can put their money together and start some ish. But do they want to? Yeah. Because mm. we don't need their leagues. They need us. Wow. Yeah. yeah, you tell me if every NBA player in the NBA right now decided, yo, we ain't even going to that college. We're going to this BCU. If they decide to go to my freaking uh, to uh, what's some tech a uh, tech university <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? You don't think they're gonna be showing their games on TV? They'll be the ones yeah. getting them big contracts. Then, you know but, you, but, so, you, but you know why they're not doing it? They scared. Their pockets. They scared of. They scared to be the first ones, and they scared of not making money. Uh uh-uh. uh. What? What you think? Vehicles, oh. restaurants, mm-hmm. dating certain type of girls, black or white, mm-hmm. and and privilege, and the thought of that privilege being yanked away from them Facts. keeps them in step. You understand? Institutionalized. Institutionalized. Yeah, that's a deep... It's, it's this money that they got over you. Like, oh, I, like, yeah, of course I want to make money, but do I do anything I do for money? 
Not, not even a little bit, bro. I never got into this water system. I never got into that for money. I never got into this music game for money. Writing TV, writing movies. I don't do none of this shit for money. I do it because I love it. And this is what I'm good at. You know what I mean? So it's all about that. Yeah. Anything you want to shout out, Jeremy? Um, Not really. I just say, uh, shoot, I'm about to drop a a comedy album soon. So look out for that. You got yeah, Joe. Yes. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Maya, my um artist I'm also working with. Her name is Maya, aka I am A Y A M. Her okay. album should be coming out soon. And she is she's she's the next. She's the next. Hey, man. We looking for that okay. interview, man. We looking for that yeah, album. I'll make that happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll make that happen. And I would love for y'all to interview V. Y'all need to get his story. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. You hype me up. Yeah, I'm 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 listening to that for sure. I'm listening yeah. tonight. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Check that album out and go back. Like go back to all these joints. You'll like you'll see like what we talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Congratulations um, on that project too, man. I give thanks, like, that, that's man. huge. Hey, congratulations man, on this. This is everything. Like this is what we need, yeah. man. These platforms, bro. We need nah. y'all doing this. Nah, helping each other. Well, nah, y'all mean nah, Jeremy, dude. I thank y'all, man. This has been a good one. It ain't been for everybody, but it was it was a lot for me, man. I really appreciate all of it. Splendid radio on Farside TV. Bro. We out.